Welcome to the fourth week of TPS Expeditions. My name is Ryan Noche, and I'll be your host for today's episode, All Things College and Transitions. I I hope you are all well and still getting all that your necessary work completed. I know it can be tough at the end in sight. Regardless, I know all of you are excited to this, for this chapter to be ending, pandemic and all. A shout out to McLean and our Tulsa Tech partners. We are very excited to promote a new manufacturing program that will be breaking ground soon. However, McLean students, or soon to be McLean students, you can begin applying now. Just visit tulsatech.edu backslash admissions backslash apply. Again, tulsatech.edu backslash admissions backslash apply. Do this and you can possibly secure a seat to this amazing program. With that being said, and now that you've hopefully tuned into some piece of our content, please feel free as always to use the chat box below, as well as the link that can be found via the TPS senior page to ask any and all questions. Slash to look back at our previous episodes from an array of experts and individuals in our community. Look back to learn more about COVID, financial aid, careers, and more. Thank you on behalf of TPS and all those getting something beneficial out of these conversations now and into the future. If you are watching and you're in need of any resources that we have yet to answer, feel free to navigate to our post-secondary readiness webpage that is also linked to the senior page to learn more about colleges, careers, and tech schools. There's tours, links, and more. That is an invaluable resource if still on the ropes of what to do this summer and into next year. We'll be taking a look at college, the professors that will teach you, and the transitions awaiting whether you're off to college, another year of high school, or a new job lined up and ready to go. Listen up, because you could learn a thing or two. For today's episode, we have Laura Latta from Impact Tulsa. She is also a professor on the side, a data queen, and full of advice. She'll be helping us better understand our next steps that can begin as soon as right now. Without further ado, let me invite her to the show with no prior comments. Hey, Brian. Hey, Laura. How are you doing? You succeeded. I succeeded. This is my first Instagram live experience, and I'm pretty excited about it. You, you and most everyone that's joined us so far. So I appreciate you jumping on. Would you mind just saying your name again, Laura, and then a little bit about yourself for some context? Sure. Awesome. Uh, my name is Laura Latta, and I'm so thrilled to be here with you today. Um, Really exciting to see how many folks are joining from TPS, students, administrators, teachers, counselors. Um, I uh, have been a, I'm a Tulsa native, have grown up in Tulsa all my life. Um, I started my journey in college as a concurrent student at Tulsa Community College. Um, completed a few courses at TCC. Then I went to Oral Roberts University for my undergraduate. Um, and then OU for my master's and my PhD, which is in education. So all of my degrees are in education. I love education and I love talking about it. So I'm thrilled to be here. Um, I am a professor at OU Tulsa um, in the education department. And I work with students who um, are going to become future teachers. And it's fabulous and I love it so much. So thrilled to share some of my experiences with you today and answer any questions that pop up. That's awesome. You have the credentials to back you up at every single college that our students might even go to in Tulsa. Uh, you've attended, so always fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's awesome. So we're just going to be speaking, uh, Laura, just so you know, over the next 10, 15, 20 minutes kind of thing, and just cover a few issues that might have come up previously, uh, just kind of hit on them again, and then bring up some other items that you and I thought were prevalent slash students might have think are invaluable. Awesome. So I'm going to start with this one. So I know we spoke a lot to colleges and careers in the last couple episodes. My question is that word transition. So I know that can be super scary, right? The transition from high school to college or junior year to senior year even, or even right, eighth grade to ninth grade, doesn't really matter. Is there any piece of advice that you would offer to specifically our seniors, I guess, as they're about to take in this transition in the coming months from either becoming a senior and pursuing a career or a senior into college specifically? Yeah, absolutely. Um, when we think about transitions, uh, the transition from high school to college is a really big transition. Um, and sometimes it can be overwhelming because students are moving from one school to a larger institution and there's paperwork and applications and a, a lot of unknowns. But my first and foremost piece of advice is just to take it one step at a time, take it one day at a time. Um, and really the first step are, are the you know, applications. Um, in order to apply to a college or a university, you need to know what the admissions requirements are to apply for that college or university. And to find those things out, you can go to the website of the college and, and go to their admissions page. Typically, if you can search within the, the website, it'll show you pretty quickly what the admissions requirements are. Um, but if you can't find them, then the office that you'll call at the institution is the admissions office. And they'll be able to tell you what it takes to apply at the university. And when I'm talking about admissions requirements, those are things like GPA, certain institutions have a GPA requirement or a test score requirement. Um, and not all institutions are the same. So it's important to know what the expectations are before you apply, because that will determine if you get into the institution. Once you know that you um, meet those requirements, you can apply to the institution. And you should apply to multiple institutions. So do your homework, go online and look at what options are out there. Um, whether you want to stay in Oklahoma or you want to go out of state, spend some time doing your research about what your options are out there, what the requirements are, and then just go for it. Complete the applications um, and, and create options for yourself by applying to multiple places. Um, right around the same time that you apply for college, and you know, and I'm speaking to students here, and you know where you want to go, it's a really good idea to apply for financial aid. And applying early is critical because um, federal financial aid um, is awarded sort of on a first come first serve basis. So as soon as you, as soon as you can really, as soon as you have an inkling of what institution you might want to go to, you want to apply for what's called FAFSA, um, and that's federal um, financial aid. Um, and if you, and everyone should apply, even if you don't think that you'll qualify for financial aid or 
um, you, you know, it, it's a it's a really good idea to try to complete your FAFSA as early as possible. Um, and the reason is that that once you get to college, there is something called work study um, that I actually participated in and was very helpful for me. When I was a student, I was accepted at, um, when I was accepted at Oral Roberts University, it was expensive and I had to get a job on campus. And in order to get a job on campus, I had to have my FAFSA completed. Um, so really, and uh, so I would really encourage everyone as you're applying to institutions and applying to colleges, also apply for your FAFSA. Those are really the first steps. So know the application requirements, apply, and then apply for financial aid. Awesome. I heard, I heard the word scary too, just for all of our students, right? It can be scary, but you kind of have to take the first the first step forward and kind of fill it out. Uh, that was quite the breadth of knowledge right there. Oh, we keep having our experts say very similar things. That's very awesome to hear it again, kind of being like, yep, you have to go to admissions page, right? You have to fill out FAFSA no matter what your background is, right? If you're paying in. The, uh, your parents are paying you through college. If you're working through it, like FAFSA is critical, and we need to make sure we fill it out uh, because things do change, as we well know, over the last couple of months for salaries, and, uh, jobs, and all that fun stuff along the way. So, yeah, awesome. So, my question for this going forward really is: so, okay, we're in high school, uh, we're a junior, we're a senior, we're applying for colleges. We've done so. We've picked seven to seventeen that we want to attend. Uh, now we're going. Uh, okay. My question. My question is, so this is a pretty intense journey, right? We've finally stepped onto campus. We might have found a house. We might have found a roommate. We're walking into our first class of the year. Uh, and it might look a little bit different. My question really is like, what does that look like? Is it the same? Do we get handed a book and we just read that book and we have assignments throughout the day? Is it like a different time management? Is it different for two years and four years? Is that this crazy thing called the syllabi? What is all that stuff once you actually step foot into the classroom itself? Yeah, those are great questions. So it depends on everybody's high school experience, but college is different than high school. And the key difference is that there's so much more freedom in college. You get to choose all of your classes, when they happen, what your schedule looks like, how you fill your free time. And there, there's a lot more freedom surrounding um, your schedule and your time, which is great. And it can also be a challenge. In high school, and I can only speak from my experience, my schedule was given to me. I knew where I was supposed to be when, and if I didn't, if I wasn't there, I would get a detention or I would get in trouble. It's not like that in college. If you don't go to class, then the consequence of not going to class is that you're not prepared to take tests, you're not prepared to do well in that course, and could ultimately result in not being a, not finishing the course successfully. So the biggest challenge is that you have to manage your time and you have to be on top of your schedule. And that looks different for everybody. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go out and buy a paper planner and like write everything down but some people that works really well for some people plug it into their phone what their schedule is going to be where they need to um, scheduling blocks of study time and things like that um, 
knowing that you have the power to pick your classes, it's important to know what your course plan of study is. And the, the only way to know that is um, by getting to know your college advisor. And typically, first year freshmen are assigned an advisor. Um, even if you don't know what your major is, you don't have to know your major right out of the gate. I changed, I didn't know my major until I was halfway through college. Um, but you'll be assigned an advisor and you can ask that advisor, what classes is it important that I take during this first semester? And they'll help you and guide you. Also, when you become a student and you're accepted into an institution, almost every, well, every institution that I have been to, um, and it's pretty standard, they have a new student orientation for not just freshmen, they usually have it every year. Um, if you wanna go multiple times, I'm sure that you could. Um, but that is typically hosted by the advisement staff. Um, and once you become a student, ask about that new student orientation. In that orientation, they'll do things like give you a tour of the campus, which is invaluable because you want to know where can I get food, where can I study, where can I, where are my classes located. I remember my first time in college, I um, got my schedule and I went to locate where all my classes were because I didn't want to get lost on the first day. I definitely recommend doing something like that or having having somebody um, give you a tour. Um, and then really the last thing, Ryan, you mentioned, the difference between two-year institutions and four-year institutions. I went to both and um, enjoyed both of them very, very much. Um, typically, two-year institutions like TCC, Tulsa Community College, um, are that well in Tulsa they are commuter campuses so you drive to campus and you um, look to walk to your classes um, for your institutions like ORU was a four-year institution um, you can live on campus as a resident in the dorms or you can also be a commuter. So you have that choice, and it just depends on what your life is like. If it's easier for you to be a commuter, go for it. If you want that experience of living in the dorms, you have that option too. That was, that was yeah, just a breath of knowledge there. Uh, but you led that perfectly into it, though. You mentioned the, the commuting aspects and then actually living on campus, and uh, you did both of them as well. Is there, I mean, does it matter or it's just kind of a preference and depends on what you kind of want to get out of it, you said, right? There's no real big difference. It's just the fact that you're not living with on campus with someone else, right? Uh, yeah, in terms of being a resident or a commuter, you're still going to be going to classes. Um, you have to, the one challenge of being a commuter is that you have to figure out, you may have a class at 8.30 in the morning and then your next class is scheduled for 1.30, and you have a big gap of time that's sort of an awkward gap of time, and you have to make decisions about where you go. You could drive to a coffee shop and study, or if you go somewhere like TCC, who have their success centers, um, you can hang out there and do a lot of studying. There, there are a lot of different places for um, students to go and, and to study. Um, 
A, a big difference, of course, between two-year and four-year institutions is that two-year institutions, you typically complete with an associate's degree, um, and that's what you get usually after two years um, if you're in that um, course plan. Um, but at a four-year institution, you finish with a bachelor's. Some people finish with a Bachelor of Arts, some with a Bachelor of Science. And um, so the type of degree that you get upon completing either of those programs is different. So it's got to be more strategic with your time, especially with that commuting piece, right? Maybe put your classes closer together. Uh, but I know it's kind of front of mind of a lot of our students, especially with the whole pandemic going on. It's like they want to be closer to family because we don't really know what's going to happen. Uh, they're like, should I go to college? Should I go to two years? Should I go to four years? Like a lot of those things ruminating in their minds. Just want to know for everybody listening, right? Whether you're a freshman or a senior, you're planning on going to college or not. It's like you do have that opportunity, right? You could live at your parents' house if that's more financially stable and commute to GCC, commute to OU, commute to uh, whatever college you choose to do so. And that is completely, completely fine and okay. Looking forward to. I wanted so. to add to that. Um, uh, many students who go to TCC, there are um, plans to transition to other institutions. So yes. the other options, uh, once you finish TCC, if let's say you want to go into nursing and you start your uh, course plan at TCC, then you can transfer to OSU, uh, OU, RSU, that's Rogers State. Langston, you could transition to TU, OU, or ORU, um, I know I'm leaving, NSU. There are seven different nearby institutions that you can transfer to. So it's almost as if you could have the, like my experience, both experiences where you start at a two-year and you finish at a four-year. And, and it's pretty easy to do that, especially with Tulsa Achieves um, at TC. That's pretty smart, too, because you can actually figure out what you actually want to do those first two years, too. And if you want to build on it, you keep going. If the associates is good for you and you kind of step out and get a good job, it's all good. So yeah, that's an interesting viewpoint, for sure. My last question, Laura, really, uh, so I give you a little stage and anything you want to share with us. I know you mentioned you were a professor at OU for education specifically. I'm just wondering, so we talked about the transition. We talked about what the course might look like. I'm really curious about what the expectations in the physical class are. So I know I walk in, you can walk into your calculus class as a junior or senior, and you might think it's very hard and they might be very, very specific steps. Are the expectations the same for like the professors as you walk into the classrooms uh, throughout, whether it's a two-year, four-year, whatever college you go to? Is it more difficult, less difficult, the same? Do you have a thought on that? Yeah, I mean, it just depends on a person's high school experience. If you took AP classes um, that, you know, AP, AP classes are intended to like cover your course credit depending on if you pass the test, those classes are pretty rigorous and they feel a lot like um, college classes. Some uh, early, what they call prerequisite courses, so the classes you have to take before you get to your major courses, some of, some of those courses may feel similar to high school classes with, of course, the exception that students are expected to do their work and there are not frequent work reminders. Rather, you get a syllabus at the beginning of the semester 
that tells you everything that's expected over the course of the semester and you are accountable for meeting the deadlines, submitting your assignments, and making sure that they're all on time. And that may be a challenging change from high school, but that just depends on what the high school experience was like for students. I know um, for, in classes that I've taught, uh, I typically give more writing assignments. So in high school, um, there may be lots, lots of little assignments spread out over the semester. At least that was my experience. I'd have like, you know, homework assignments every few days. Um, whereas in college, you have bigger assignments that are spread out over more time. So it you have to, again, manage your time across the weeks and make sure that you're working on things little by little um, or that you are really, really focused if you kind of put, put manage your time in such a way that you're, you're working on your assignments right before they're due. Um, so you just have to know yourself, know your style. Like, I'm going to be very, very honest with you. I, I've been in um, college for, let's see, 12 years. <laughs> That's a lot of years of college. And it's really hard for me to space my assignments out over a lot of time. Like, I tend to work mountain by mountain, like tackle a project, tackle the next project, start and finish a project. And so I know that about myself. So I had to budget my time knowing that I'd have to have large blocks of time to finish my assignments before they were due. But again, like you know yourself and you um, know what works best for you. So just plan accordingly. Yeah, I just keep hearing that word strategic, right? Time management mountains. It's like procrastination as a college student uh, might be doable for some, but it's an intense intense thing to try to achieve every yeah. single week that's uh, a lot of long nights not sleeping and that's just not not recommended by it's anybody. not really sustainable and it's, <laughs> it's not really healthy um but it, try as hard as you can to space out your assignments so you're not you know finishing very last minute yeah well, that is a, a definite plug i have as well <laughs> don't don't do that ever oh <laughs> uh, man awesome well, I'm really just curious if there's anything else you kind of want to offer up for, anything you think that we might have missed, or just even a plug for Impact Tulsa uh, moving forward that you can just think of the top of your mind. Yeah, sure. Um, something important that I feel like I have to mention is the financial yeah. component of um, going to college. First of all, I remember when I stepped on to the campus um, for the first time, <laughs> I know what the word bursar meant and that office is the like financial office where <laughs> you figure out how much money you owe the university how much your classes are going to cost um and nobody really uh, i this was a long time ago that i did my my undergrad i didn't really know who to ask for help um and I had completed my FAFSA. I had completed applications for scholarships, which, you know, scholarship money is money that's like a gift to you and you don't have to pay it back. Um, also, grants are the same way, that that's gift money that you don't have to pay back. Loans are things that you have to pay back and you have to pay back with interest. So 
Um, it's really, really painful now that I'm not in college. I do have a lot of loans. And not only do I have to pay that money back, but a little bit extra. And I wish that somebody had told me early on that um, I would be, once I became a student, I'd have a financial aid portal. I could go into that portal and see how much um, money was available to me. And then I had the um, power to accept a certain amount um, or decline a certain amount. And I remember when I started, the amount that was offered to me was $25,000 in loans. And I thought at first that I had to accept all of that um, until I realized like that's a lot of loan money and I only needed my courses and my fees and everything only cost about $4,000 or, you know, it could be anywhere from 2,500 to 4,000, depending on how many, where you go, what classes you take, whatever. But I didn't have to accept that full amount. And I'm glad that I learned that I could decline some of that loan money because if I had accepted all of it, I would have a lot of a financial burden. So you, it's misleading because it says like, you have this, you've been awarded $25,000. Ask what that means. Ask if that's loan money. Ask if that's scholarship money. Um, it's unlikely that um, you should just ask. <laughs> and ask how much your semester is going to cost. And then take out, in terms of loans, take out just what you need. Don't take out more than that. There's a temptation to do that. But on the back end, once you've finished your degree and you walk across the stage and you have that diploma, and it's so wonderful and so exciting. The reality hits after that. I need to pay for it. So be smart. Ask tons of questions. If you don't know the answer, if you don't know what to do, that's perfectly normal. There were there are many times that I didn't know what I was doing, and even still, sometimes I don't know what I'm doing, and I have to ask questions to find the solution. So don't hesitate to ask and divert, go to the bursar or the financial aid office and they will help you. So um, yeah, and again, just take it one day at a time. It can be overwhelming. There's lots of information out there, but um, you, you'll be successful. That's a priceless last words for sure. <laughs> Make sure you're asking those questions and looking at the actual price tag that we're putting on anything that we're doing in life for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Well, with that, I, I wanted to say thank you again, Laura. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, sharing what you had uh, within your mind as a professor and as an individual in our community. Uh, and yeah, uh, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. I'm going to sign you off here in a second. Uh, and I just appreciate you uh, spending some time with us this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you, TPS. You're awesome. <laughs> thank you, Laura. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I'm going to kick you off here, all right? Okay. See you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. For those that's listening in, uh, another awesome episode. I'm glad if those who tuned in enjoyed it and had something that they got out of it. So since last week, we've now actually accomplished seven episodes of TPS Expeditions. Remember, this is for all of you who are transitioning to college, to career, and beyond. If we are not asking the right questions of our experts or answering the right questions ourselves, help us out and give us some questions to talk over in the coming weeks. We have three more episodes until the end of the year, and we hope to cover anything that you need or want. Tune back into our Instagram live stream at Tulsa Public Schools this upcoming Thursday, May 7th at 10 a.m. to hear from Ariana S., a junior from Booker T. Washington, speaking to how you all feel 
what you all are truly worried about and possible misgivings you might have moving forward. I'm very excited about the episode and trying to have a conversation with her uh, and as myself, actually, as the expert. So we'll see how it goes. But until then, thank you for listening and stay safe. Thanks. Again.